Welcome to Sessions with Mary Jane. I'm Rena Ezra. Later, we will be joined by Jordan Freed. Um, unfortunately, we don't have Brendan O'Brien this episode, but somebody we do have is a man named Ryan Moore. Welcome to the show. That's me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How would you describe yourself as your? I I know you with through. Montclair film. This is the first time we're meeting each other. Yeah. So I know you through Jordan. I know you as a filmmaker as well, but what would you, what is your, what would you, if you gave yourself a label? Uh, I would say I'm a uh, filmmaker and film educator. Um, yes. I work, yeah. At, at the Montclair Film Fest, I work in education and I, yeah, uh, plan and execute film classes for teens, adults. That's a yeah. fantastic description. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, uh, I definitely want to learn more about your um, experience with Montclair Film, uh, how you got into that, your film that is it currently in the festival circuit, it, uh, Marijuana Minutes? Yeah, it just started. We had our exciting um, first festival two days ago. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So before we get into all of that, though, um, every episode, our guest has to tackle a challenge. Each person gets a completely separate list, completely different categories. You just name as many off of this list as you can throughout the podcast, interrupt at any time. Yours is Weed Movies. Weed Movies. Okay. Yeah. You cannot use your cell phone. Can I you just take notes? Look at, no, I'm taking the notes. Okay. You just list them off. Because I... I'm meeting you for the first time, right? I don't know if cool. you're a cheater. I could be a cheater. You could, you could, <laughs> you could be an educator that is a cheater. It happens. <laughs> it could be, uh, you know, I don't know. At my old roommate, I want to trust you. Always claimed I cheated at Settlers of Catan, but I assure okay. you, I never did. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, so yes, weed movies. Obviously, that is the topic um, because marijuana minutes. Um, so we'll go into that one first, and then I, I will get your background with Montclair Film, um, and also your interest in education in the first place. Sure. So marijuana, marijuana minutes. Um, what like what part did you play in the beginning of that when idea was incubated? Sure, um, it was something I was just writing as a side project, um, and you know I've always loved stoner comedies. Uh, I'll name some now to start the list, All but right. you know. Like, um, I love Pineapple Express. Classic. Um, I love Half-Baked. Mm. Um, and, like, Cheech and Chong. Um, yeah, he doesn't. All those kind of movies. And, you know, when, when I was in film school uh, eight or nine years ago. Where was that? Um, Montclair State. Okay. I haven't left. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, I've always been, I've always gone towards weed movies and weed comedies and I don't know, they say right what you know. Uh, yeah, that, I, that is absolutely true. Um, I mean, also special time with it being legal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> very different. Um, I'm sure your experiences uh, growing up with that i mean did you grow up in jersey yeah grew up in jersey where in jersey uh monmouth county okay yep um okay. where and i'm back there now i lived up here for a while 
Now I'm back. I'm in Red Bank, if you know where Red Bank is. Yes. Yeah. Cool. How How is that? Um, I mean, your thoughts when you were a kid, like, couldn't wait to get out of there? Or when you're older, you're like, yeah, I could see why my parents chilled here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think everyone when they're 17 can't wait to leave. And then yeah. um, some people are good after they leave. Um, but, but I lived up in North Jersey, and I love North Jersey, too. You know, I work up here. I'm up here all the time. Yeah. But it. I just, yeah, I missed kind of space and lots of parks around and everything yes. and yeah so i get that more yeah. and more people are definitely flooding north jersey i mean any place that's also close to the city obviously where we are but and then you just feel like there is kind of limited space yeah. or you're more people are more on top of each other and you're like where's the land what happened to the also um I mean, do you have neighbors that like you, talk to you? I don't have a lot of neighbors yeah. that talk to me. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Maybe I should go to Redmond. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got a good man, my man Carlos. Um, who paint, Shout he, out. He painted our house. Oh, and, nice. And uh, see him all the time, talk to him. Um, yeah, a couple, there's a bunch, you know, a lot of people that we just kind of say hi to, but some that, you know. Yeah. I was telling you before we started recording that I like to go on walks. I do a lot of walks. I sound like the oldest person in the world so far. I, I know, but you're young. <laughs> I like my hometown, my what? walks, and I talk to the neighbors. Someone's be like, does he have a cane? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ancient. But, um, yeah, yeah, I talk to my neighbors. Do you also, is that to detach from tech? Like technology? Like the I walks? work on my, yeah, I mean, I, that's why I also take walks. Is yeah. because I'm staring at a screen all day. I mean, I guess to detach from screens, because I'm usually still, like, listening to a podcast or mm -hmm. music, but, yeah. um, but less less entranced in the screens, yeah. Well, what are your current podcasts you're listening to? Um, so, I, so, I, I, I do, like, I do improv, I love sketch stuff, but I don't listen to many comedy podcasts. Neither do I. <laughs> I, like, I'm not drawn to them for some reason, um, so mostly uh, anything from NPR, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm ancient. Um, yeah, I listen to that. The Daily. I love The Daily. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And then a lot of horror stuff. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. A couple true crime ones and a couple um, uh, fiction ones. I love No Sleep. Have I haven't heard no of sleep? that. No. Is Check it terrifying? No. Okay. It's I was going to say, do I not want to walk at night listening to this? So every now and then there's a freaky one, but I feel like it's more kind of cheesy interesting but in a good way okay but some some good, are freaky cheesy. Yeah. okay freaky cheesy okay freaky cheesy. but not too bad yeah okay okay cool um all right so <clears throat> totally lost my thought <laughs> i forgot my questions what happens um so your relationship with education um we, I know, like, you know, we know where you grew up, the area you're around, going to school in Montclair, you're talking yeah. about film and everything, um, and you always had a, like, desire for film to create stuff or to make stuff. Like, you were saying Marijuana Minutes is a side project. Yeah. Writing things. So were you more like, I gotta do, I have to be hands-on and have to do things for myself, or were you the student where you're like, yeah, I'll sit in a three-hour lecture about cinema. Yeah, so um, Dazed and Confused. Ah, oh, that's good. That's um, good. So the when like when I was in high school, um, I had this uh, like 
TV production class. And that was like one of the first classes. I'm I so jealous. A, I wish I had that in high school. Yeah, it wasn't even a phenomenal one. <laughs> like, <laughs> but still, an introduction. It was taught by the oldest man. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And he taught us how to do analog VHS oh. to VHS editing. Okay. Again, to make myself sound ancient. Oh my god. We had final cut. Like, we didn't need that. It wasn't that long ago. Um, so. But you have to appreciate the past. <laughs> It wasn't even that. He just didn't know how to use a computer. So the teacher was so old. But anyway. Um, so, but that class got me into filmmaking and I got an A. And I was not a good student in high school hmm. at all. Um, especially like math and science classes was terrible. So I found, I was always okay at English. I always liked English. And I always okay. liked history to some degree. But um, yeah, I wasn't a great student. So when I latched onto film and then I went to college and kept up with it and was like, I don't know. It was always the thing I liked thing I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially screenwriting. So, well, um, it, so it's just you who wrote marijuana minutes. Yeah. Um, as far as the next step of produce, you know, taking it into, um, the next stages of production, uh, how it, was it, you know, finding someone to make, were you also a director? Yeah. So how was it finding the actors? How was it finding locations? How was it, how was that experience? Was this your sure. first film? The first feature. First feature, Did a yeah. lot of sketch, sketch comedy stuff and a lot of uh, short film. Um, but first feature. Um, so how was the process different? I'd been on crew for features, so I kind of, you know, mm -hmm. knew generally how they should run. Mm -hmm. But um First time being in charge of one. Um, well, so the first thing was uh, I had two awesome producers that were with me the whole time from beginning to the end, um, Nick D'Amico and Justin Guerreri. So they really helped me the whole entire time. And then we had uh, different producers on set as well. One of our leads was also helping produce during oh, cool. production. And our cinematographer was awesome, Monica Kologia. Kologia? Kologia. She's got a long Polish last name with a lot of consonants in there. Um, and uh, and Mike Piscina, our gaffer, helped us produce too. So it was really a big collective yeah, of, of people that I knew. And, you know, I, I feel like I got to name everybody now. Anthony Echo. Uh, <laughs> Fill the credits. You know, yeah, get everybody <laughs> in there. Jared Cardenas. But, um, so. Were there uh, points in time where it was daunting? Of course, Yeah. And how did you grapple with that? How were you able to create, you know, peace and calm in the chaos? Because making a movie is hard. Obviously, it requires a lot of time. And yeah. you're thinking of all the... There's a lot of elements. So we were just kind of paying for it as we went, which has its downsides, right? Mm -hmm. Continuity is very tough mm -hmm. uh, because you're filming you know, sporadically. We were yeah. filming on weekends, so we yeah. had big gaps. Um, I get that. Yeah. You know, even though it's just five days, it's, you it's know. a difference. It can mess up your location stuff. You know, everything's kind of up in the air. Actors yeah. might have stuff pop up in a month. Yeah. Um, so the chaos was kind of born out of that, but also okay. quelled by it because we had those five days to, like, be able to pivot and find something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, nice. um, so... I don't know. I'm, I'm a pretty calm person, so... I could tell. <laughs> I think I just kind of rolled with it whenever something came up. Of course, I got stressed, and you know, and just having a good team of people 
Like, yeah. couldn't have done it without any, if any single one of them wasn't on it, you know, it wouldn't have gotten done. Because oh. there's certain things I'm terrible wow. at. Like, I'm not a post-production person. And, like, uh, my one producer, Nick, he really spearheaded post. And then Justin really spearheaded production. So, like, there was, everyone was helping out in these different areas and That's together. Great, we, yeah. We, Using we, all your strengths. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, can you give a synopsis, a small description of Marijuana Minutes? Sure. So, um, a lazy stoner named Amy gets her hands on a weed vape and she discovers that the weed vape can um, rewind time as she hits it. And she uses it for nothing but This is such a great mischief. idea. I love this. Yeah. And she uses it for just mischief and self-gain. Oh, know, that's nothing so good. <laughs> like I was telling someone about yesterday and I was like, you know, this is a superhero movie where the person who would have been the hero doesn't give a shit to yeah. help anyone. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, why, yeah. you know, like the inciting incident would have been the same if it was a superhero movie, I but then everything that. that follows is different. I love that. It's kind of spinning on his head. Um, what about, also oh, we are now joined by Jordan. Hello. <laughs> He I have been know. released from the film world. <laughs> <laughs> he was on set. Um, what, what, what would have been your pick if you hit the pen and you traveled? Does she? Oh, now so it just rewinds questions. time. So it doesn't. You can't. So go. you can't control it though. You can't. She can't choose. She. It's for however long you hit it. So it's just for like. <gasps> I love that. It's love just for like fuck ups. Yeah. Oh. It's a lot of math for stoners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Oh, then I won't ask you that. Then that's too personal. If I ask you, what would you go back in time and do oh, your fuck <laughs> I feel like no matter who it is, you have to say kill Hitler, right? You have to be like, I'm going to go kill Hitler. It's at the top of a lot of people's list. Right. Yeah. And if you don't say I'm going to kill Hitler, people go, well, why wouldn't you kill why Hitler? Didn't you- <laughs> Oh, you're going to go visit your grandma? That's very sweet. You could have saved many grandmas by killing Hitler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's such... In the people's defense, you choose not to kill Hitler. He did do it for us. So that's kind of kind of him. That's true. He killed Hitler. Exactly. Yeah, Even well, Hitler would go back in time and kill, Hitler. kill Hitler. But it was too late. I mean, it kind of... It was... Anyway... Um... Um, speaking of vapes, though, because now that we have, I want to know your thoughts. We won't go into, you know, super depth of politics, but, um, Juul being, I know that's nicotine, but Juul being now banned from the U.S. and kids doing, when they were, I mean, kids now, obviously, wasn't when we were kids. I didn't have a vape when I was in high school i didn't have a vape pen when i was in middle school i didn't smoke until i was much older um but now like some schools have um sensors for vapes really yeah yeah for in the bathroom so mm -hmm. so um yeah just what are your thoughts on um obviously like you just weed pens versus non-weed pens sure um so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I used to use the vape pens, uh, myself, like, you know, the, the little cartridge yep. ones yep. because they're like magic and you can use them anywhere yeah. and it's they're convenient. great for that. Yeah. I get that. But too. I will say like 
when I was just using them, I got like this weird lung fatigue and uh, I kind of stopped using it because of that. Hmm. It's just like, I got this weird lung fatigue. There's weird stuff in the news about vapes. So I'm just going to stop. I don't know. I always yeah. liked old fashioned anyway. Well, you notice the difference as opposed to when you're doing, yeah, just flour and when right. you're doing a joint and when, you, yeah. I, I will say I use my, I have a PAX. So I have like the Got you. oven okay. vape and I like that. Yeah. I like that one too. Those are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Those are definitely. Sorry, I didn't know if you had a question. Uh, I have I have plenty of questions to be honest. I don't know what you touched on before. Well, we were touching on the film. Um, cool. when yeah, went into just how that came about, his idea, and then being executed. The great group of people he's he's working with, um, the team. Um, it being like now in the just starting to be in the the festival circuit. Um, yeah, I also wanted to, I mean, we can uh, pivot and just talk about Montclair film for a bit, because we talked about your education sure. and growing up and everything. Uh, how did you get involved just in the first place? Montclair film, yeah. So, um, very beginning was I went to Montclair State, so I heard about the festival just when I was a student, went there to see, like, just as a, you know, audience member to yeah. watch stuff, and had a great time, and then I... Um, had a friend that was shooting um, some of the talks. Like they do like, you know, they'll have a celebrity and they'll do a talk and they shoot those. So I just started like being like B or C camera op for some of those okay. talks and working there through my friend. And then um, the education department formed in like 2015. And uh, yeah, and I just um, took one job teaching one class and I really liked it. And uh, just kept up with it. And, you know, I don't know. I love working with the kids and seeing what kind of crazy shit they come up with. That's and really cool. It's really fun. So since you're tapped uh, in, what yeah, what are things that they are into now? What are the specific courses that you taught and are um, teaching? Interesting. So like what age group? Middle school or high school? Because two very different. True. Well, both. <laughs> give, me, give me both. What okay. are they each tapped into? Uh, I feel like every single middle school film class we have, it's either like a murder mystery movie, hmm. comedy, like a murder mystery comedy, or like um, a horror comedy. And they, they're just like, and everyone's going to die. I don't know. They love those two things. What is things. the obsession? <laughs> I don't know. They like death. Middle schoolers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, puberty's always... weird. It brings you to yeah, weird. Puberty's <laughs> weird. They haven't been exposed to shock comedy either. Yeah. So I feel uh, like they need to like shock yeah. each other a little bit and say crazy stuff to like get a rise out of people and see what. True, I didn't do. think of that. You know? Exactly, and it's always kind of it's always silly. Like they're yeah. it's not, I don't think we've ever made an actual horror movie, mm. partially because the actors are in middle school, but mm. also partially because they they always want to work in jokes too. And then high school gets a little more moody, you know, high schoolers, they want to, they want to try to do like a little mind fuck kind of movie or they want to make something like a little trippy thriller or they want to make a coming of age film, which I always think is funny because I'm like, you're still coming of age. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah, I, coming of age films though, like I usually do not gravitate toward that genre. I'm usually not about it, not like don't like it. But uh, Cooper Raff is that his name? Cooper Raff, I think. Rafe, Rafe, Rafe. The guy who made Shit House. Uh, and then what did we just see that was on Apple has TV? Has Cha Cha Real Smooth just came out? Oh. But he's like the youngest 
like I guess mainstream director it seems like right now 25 but it's his movies that have literally such a sweet nature and you're just I you I just enjoy it. A I lot enjoy of it. I a lot of wisdom for a twenty five year old. Also, it seems true. like at least like twenty nine year old wisdom, you know. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, check that out if you haven't seen he's, it or heard of it. Yeah, four, he's twenty five. Over the his average, yeah. basically, he's twenty five. He's two for two right now with features. So. I gotta write these down. What are they again? Shit House and Cha Cha Real Smooth, and he had like Dakota Johnson and and Cha Cha Real Smooth. Um, yeah, Cooper Rafe. R-A-I-F-F is the last name. Um, Which I was going to ask, this actually kind of leads us into... Uh, yeah. My next question is like, what are some of the biggest challenges you think independent filmmaking has? Budget? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably budget's mm-hmm. one of the biggest challenges, but also one of the things that makes you get the most creative to figuring out a way around stuff. Um, Very true. And then I think the other big, like, really big thing is just the, like, distribution and what to do with your film at the end. It's changed so much, and it's, like, still changing, and I think there's some, like, balancing that has to happen mm. in, uh, on the end of some of the distributors. You know, like, Amazon paying, like, a penny and an eighth for every streaming hour, and yeah. like, I don't know, there's a yeah. lot of places that really don't give you much and it seems sketchy. So yeah. I think, uh, yeah, that side of, of indie filmmaking uh, presents a lot of challenges and then just budgets. If you were like uh, putting out into the world, like the ideal, like film fans, way to support your like auteur, like. What, what do you think, like, the average film fan can do just to, like, support their local... Like, what do you think is the best way to connect people with film financing? Is it just, like, waiting for your friend to have a Kickstarter? Is it just, like, uh, like you have to be, like, tuned into the local theaters? Or, like, is it just uh, when you when you get approached by somebody, you, you say yes for the most, the most part if uh it seems promising like what do you think is the best lesson to somebody who wants to support the arts and like help young filmmakers like get that jump start i think like uh share their stuff you know tell people about it actively talk about it but also uh buy their merch right Mm. because uh a lot of the the distribution deals you you know the filmmaker really kind of gets the short end of the stick if you're buying like their rental, right? If you rent yeah. it on Amazon for three yeah. bucks, they're getting like a buck twenty-five. Yeah. But um, a lot of filmmakers will sell their their hats, their shirts, or whatever on a separate website, and that's a good way to support them. Um, and then yeah, like Kickstarters and Indiegogos and all that kind of stuff um, really helps too. Yeah. I think if you have a ton of money out there, um, you know email me <laughs> yeah hit up Brian <laughs> yeah I was gonna say the merch thing is definitely like it takes a film from outside of just being a piece of art to like being part of the culture like once people mm-hmm. start wearing the hats and then like you see them around yeah and, like strangers are wearing it like she was just watching Napoleon Dynamite for the first time but it's pretty hard for her to watch that movie without like seeing things that she's already been 
marketed to through people's t-shirts and like other things totally. yeah you just hear the references right, they're like, and you're like oh that's where it's from yeah 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 which i i still have to finish it i <laughs> oh i love that movie <laughs> oh yeah i don't know i was more of like um like dodgeball was gotcha. my like yeah it was i mean two very different kinds of humors yeah and the point i'm like indie success story right they were Extremely low budget. Yeah. They were indie, uh, mostly no-name actors. And, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, that's also the, like, riveting thing when you watch stuff like that and then you see, you know, people's careers just keep growing or you, like, follow their trajectory and you're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You just did it. You just, like, people ask, oh, how do I start? Just start. Just make it find people, right? Like, it's definitely, you need a village or or just a small group of people, but you need other people who have, like, your production, people who have uh, talents and wisdom in many different departments and then joining together and then you and I, as long as you're you have fun doing it you know what's the harm in that there's no like you can't go wrong but it's just cool that I mean you don't even think like it can go anywhere you don't think of like the super future of like oh what's gonna happen to it or whatever you're just the in the here and now and and making it is just I I just love it where you also looking back in certain things that still because sometimes for me I'm just like yeah you don't need special effects you don't need some things you don't need like crazy wild digital like of course yes looks impressive totally get it um but you just you just need people in a room talking right and you just needed to be interesting people just need to connect to your you characters need, yeah. yeah you just needed to be relatable you just yeah. needed to be you know whatever your edges is whatever your edges but it Sometimes I think um, simple is the answer, or sometimes I think... Totally. Yeah. I also think that, like, off the simple is the answer thing, right? Like, your your plot has to, like, hook someone, but that's kind of it. Yeah. Like, you don't need a good plot in your script. I'm going to... Maybe that's controversial. I think <laughs> But I think it's just the characters, right? It's so true. As long that's as your true. plot can hook someone that's enough to get them to watch it. Yes. And then when they watch it, if they connect to your characters, you're yes. golden. Yeah. And that's, you know. Because the characters weren't taking you along the ride. Right. And if you're just like, yeah, I'm into it, I'm, I'm into it, but yeah. If, if you had to write a spin-off movie of uh, a character from an ensemble film, uh, somebody has oh. given you uh, the assignment for two years, go off, uh, write the spin-off for okay. something, what would they? Um, I think... I think uh, Red and Pineapple Express, Danny McBride's wow. character. That's a good take. Wow. That I is think, good. He, right? He's such a fun character. That's He's crazy. Mm. And you could write, you could write anything too because that guy's history could be checkered and, you know, you could, you know, you could come up with almost anything and yeah. people would buy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, a prequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some of your, uh, like, childhood fave films? Oh, good question. Stuff that was, like, you, you, even still, if you do, I mean, if you do, like, your mind just goes back to thinking of that when you're writing something or working on sure. something. Um. As the connective tissue. So like in high school, my uh, the first time I saw Wet Hot American Summer, it mm. immediately became like one of my maybe my favorite film. I love Wet Hot American Summer. Wow. Um, 
But when I was like a little kid, my dad showed me movies like Zucker Brothers movies, uh, Airplane, um, Kentucky Fried Movie, um, also Mel Brooks movies. Like I loved as a kid, Young Frankenstein. Still love Young Frankenstein. Yeah, classic. Um, what else? The Jerk, Steve Martin. Ever seen that movie? Mm. Oh yeah, love that movie. But like those kind wow, of like it's been a while since I've seen physical comedy, um, goofy yeah. silliness just for the sake of being silly. Yeah, I like all that stuff, and uh, I wish we saw that in movies more now too. Uh, I agree. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that's why when my dad introduced me to um, Buster Keaton. And silent films, and I was just like, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm more of a Keaton fan probably than a Chaplin fan, but that's definitely like. Or when my my brother and I would just watch the Three Stooges, like weekend mornings. Oh, so and I it was on TV the other day, and I was just like, wow, oh my god, this is so. I also it was not it was not an episode that aged well. <laughs> They definitely were um, appropriating Native American culture, so it was not not a good episode. But it is, but like it is such like uh, slapstick comedy. But like the the physical humor, like it. But it's just the bare bones of the timing, and then just people being goofs. But I mean, for Buster Keaton, though, it was. I mean, just very strategic at times because you're like, oh my God, he does his own stunts. Oh my God, this, whatever. And like some of the things you just can't, it's literally magic. Sometimes you're watching the the movie and you're like, I'm watching magic on a screen. Um, but I, I do love how a lot of things are conveyed visually instead of through dialogue. I mean, obviously with right. the silent films, they just have the title cards, but I do like how... Sometimes I feel like there there are filmmakers who beat you over the head with stuff. I mean, I don't know if there's like a specific filmmaker that comes to mind for you. For me, it's Steven Spielberg. <laughs> sometimes, sure. sometimes I just feel I'm just like, yes, okay, I understand, I get it. Like a nine idiot audience member, like you don't have to keep showing me this or telling right. me this. Like we grasped it already. Move on. <laughs> like when we watched Everything Everywhere All at Once, there was I don't know if you saw. I love it. that movie so much. But. <laughs> It was great. It was great. But there's definitely, I mean, what, I, were you tired of the hot dog fingers? Like, or you liked that? Oh, were- uh, the hot dog <laughs> fingers was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Some people wanted more yeah. and more of them. Wanted you more wanted more, more of those? Yeah. They wanted to do a spin-off movie of the hot dog fingers. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. I would watch an hour and a half of hot dog fingers. That's how much, I see what you're <laughs> okay. saying, that's how much okay. I love silly stuff. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I like silly stuff, but I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was, yeah, I was pretty good with the hot dog fingers. I was like, yeah, I've had it. It's enough. It's good. Sometimes the justifications in movies, though, I feel like things are a cop out or it's like too, um, like it's just not clever. I mean, I don't know if it's because everything has been done already, but. I I just watched the, I mean like your idea for marijuana minutes never heard that idea before for somebody to rewind time with that that's like taking click and we you know the Adam Sandler movie yeah. click and taking the like was that your is that how that we had like so, what was the spark for that because I'm trying to pull like other movies if you combine so, it so people have asked me so I have described it that way before I've been like it's like Pineapple Express meets click oh. but um nailed it but like i don't remember how i conceived of like i don't know when i write i usually it's usually 
uh, kind of how I just described to you guys, I think characters are most important. So usually I'll start with like these vivid ideas for characters and then I'll see how they plug in together. I don't know. I, I usually start char very character centric and then the plot gets built around them. Nice. So, how long did it take you to write this script? Uh, like three months. Yeah. Wow. Um, but maybe more if you include like the, the pre, the download phase. I don't know what to call it, but like, when you when you kind of have the idea, but you're just either scribbling in notebooks yeah, or okay. thinking about it, like, like while you're driving and stuff, you're like you're phase. in the download phase. You haven't actually typed like fade in yet, mm -hmm, but you're mm -hmm. you're digesting everything. Is that your process? It has to simmer in your brain for a while before you put it on paper. Yeah, and I also like go back to stuff a lot too. So like sometimes I'll have a notebook with an idea where I even have some scenes written out, but then I'll put that down for mm -hmm. like. A long time and then go back to it. yeah yeah I guess that's just the process of writing oh reefer madness <laughs> I'm doing the oh, one yeah. of the movies oh <laughs> <laughs> why did he just say that I always forget there's a challenge <laughs> uh, that's good that's some good stuff so uh what uh are some of your hobbies outside of film um, what can I catch you doing when you're not smoking weed and doing film and being a, a mentor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, outside of work and making movies. Talk to cats. Um, I talk to cats. Yeah. <laughs> I wander around my neighborhood. I, I like to walk and I find the neighborhood cats. I was, was going to ask you next what's the weirdest like Jersey thing you did it's, it's that <laughs> you're talking to the street cats um, but yeah uh, hobbies I don't know I love playing the Pokemon games oh, oh nice. I'm, a, I'm a Nintendo guy um, yeah we got a 64 nice we got Switch yeah yeah I love, love old N64 games and Game Boy games um I don't know, like audiobooks. Nice. Like cool. Breweries. Cool. cool. Oh, what types of beer do you like? I just started working at a brewery, so oh, yeah? like, I'm, I'm getting back into beer. I, I started working at Foreign Objects like as their oh, filling cool. guy, so I'm just going to randomly show up at Foreign Objects. Nice. Uh, up in Monroe. Yeah. yeah. I worked for a brewery once, too, for a few months, and then it closed. It was oh. a sudden one. Weird experience working there. But anyway, super nice people. Mm. I don't know if they knew how to run a business. Yeah, it was a weird place. They would pay for like these fancy vegan lunches and someone would come in and do yoga with us. Nice. And, uh, but they weren't selling enough Are you beer. sure it wasn't a cult? Might have been. I, I guess I got out just in time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's, uh, beer. Um, sorry. High brain. So, oh, no, it's all Beers I like. Um, I, I, I love like, brewery stories because like crazy stuff happens when you're like literally de like dealing people like yeah like it's like the equivalent of like when now people are working at dispensaries and stuff like that but like that's like what people are doing at breweries but they don't treat it like that right <laughs> it's the socially acceptable version yeah. of that um i i um stereotypically for a guy with a beard and a hat on right now i do love ipas oh we got a wee um, guy yeah <laughs> i like um I like sours a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I like pretty much everything. I just don't gravitate towards stouts and porters. Ah, 
there. We should, we should do That's a flight Jordan's. together, and then we yeah. could, uh, you can take the light ones, and I'll take the dark ones. Oh, you're a staff yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Anything coffee, anything, cool. li- anything heavy, anything that tastes bad, he likes it. I, I will say <laughs> I, I, I just don't like, yeah, it's so heavy. It's too heavy. Yeah. I do like to try them, though. Like, if I go to a brewery, I'll get the sampler size of a stout, like, you know, I, I want to know what this like. Yeah, I gotta try one. They always they always have the most ingredients. So it's like Madagascar <laughs> vanilla cinnamon swirl. Yeah, yeah. Super cinnamon toast crunch stout. <laughs> wow, I want to taste that one. That sounds good. What What are some of the uh, banging local breweries in, in Jersey or, area in or where I live in Red Bank area? Uh, Jersey in general, or uh, I love Icarus. Okay. They have amazing IPAs. Cool. Very creamy. They like have the mouth feel of a stout. Mm. Like they kind of feel like a Guinness in a weird way. Okay. But um, so I like them, Icarus. Um, I like Source. Um, Where's Source? Source is in Colts Neck. Cool. Um, I like up here. I like Magnify. Oh, cool! Uh, I've had some of them. Didn't know they were up here. And what's the other one I just went to? My my buddy Miles, who's in the movie too, Miles Lindsay. Shout out to him. Uh, he works at Ghost Hawk in Clifton. Oh, nice! We've walked there before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sweet! Yeah. You walking from here? Uh, yeah, hypothetically, yeah. it's a long walk, but yeah, the drunk walk back walk. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Did you try there? They have. Um, it changed my outlook on loggers because I've never been a logger guy. Oh either. yeah, yeah. But uh, they have, like, this awesome lager. What is it called? And you can get it, like, milk style, which sounds gross because it's beer, but it's, it was really good. And it's just, like, the way they pour it is different. It's, like, a nitro lager pour or something like that. Oh, Side whoa. pour, they said. I'm probably botching this description. But um, it was really good. Their beer is really good. They really I, good. I like their beer a lot. Yeah. Um, How about you guys? Where do you guys go? Uh, I've been like, we've been going back to Drownlands a lot because I'm from Warwick. I don't know if you've ever been up to there. Uh, that's just yeah, like that's right across the border in New York. Um, gotcha. Really cool building. I'm gonna, we have a festival in, in like July or August in Nyack. Is that oh, close? Nice. Uh, to Warwick? And not, not super really. close, but no. Nyack is awesome. But Nyack's really nice. We, we also hang in Nyack sometimes. You ever been? No. They have, Nyack's uh, great. Uh, Nyack's really great. I think they have twin elephant. I think is in Nyack. Or okay. there's some or there's some kind of brewery in uh, Nyack that's really good. Also, um, yeah, Nyack is a very like artsy town. Like it's like Montclair basically. Cool. Like it has like college kids hanging out, um, but then there's also just like the liberal people who have lived there forever, <laughs> kind of. And, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Always catch jazz music. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maureen's Jazz Cellar. Um, really nice. I mean, it's kind of like New Englandy vibes also, too. Because, I mean, being by, like, the the river, it, I just love it. Nyack is, like, super peaceful and super fun. Sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. What other uh, towns and cities are you going to be touring to? Where can people find you? Um, so the first one we were just at was this last weekend uh, Roosevelt Island Film Festival. Nice. It was really cool. If, if you're submitting your film 
submit there next year because it was uh, it was a blast. It's uh, it's an island in between Manhattan and you Queens. You take the ferry or yeah. they have a trolley? What we drove there. Oh, they have a bridge, cool. but um, <laughs> you can take like they have a, a lot of those air trams. You can yeah. go to Manhattan uh, and then you can take the air tram mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. Um, which looked really cool, but it just wasn't practical time wise. <laughs> It's like, I'll just drive. But, uh, I'm not was, trying to risk it with Manhattan's crumbling infrastructure either. <laughs> 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 that too. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was a really cool festival. The guy, the people who run it were super nice, and and we ended up winning. We got the top prize. Oh, yeah, Best feature. Wow. And Yay. the movies were good, so I felt, it felt really good to win because I was like, first off, I did not expect to win. My speech was terrible. I was like, you guys got a cool island. And they were like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're like, this is like, I, I didn't expect that to be up here. But, um, that's awesome. So it was so you... great, great first festival. Oh, that's awesome. So that was the first one. Then we got the Long Island Film Expo cool. coming up. And uh, that's a little outside of the city on Long Island. Then we have uh, the Nyack one, I think, is after that. Um, we got one in Michigan in a few months. We got one in, um, two in Jersey later on. Yeah. So we'll be around one in Maryland. I think we have seven so far, but we're still waiting to hear back from like 40. So I'm hoping we'll get into at least 20. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Especially once you start putting those credits out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's tight that you guys want. Yeah. Yeah. Good streaks to start you guys out. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's get that rolling. And, <laughs> and I noticed it was cool. Like we we posted about it, and other festivals have been like messaging us on Instagram. They're like, "Here, submit." And I'm like, "Oh, that's really cool." Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's getting attention. a little something going. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, we. I wish you the best with the rest of the festivals. Um, I mean, is there anything you want to plug as far as like handle location where people can um, find what you're doing in the future? Sure. So we'll also add script stuff in the description. Yeah, Instagram, it's just uh, marijuana minute, marijuana underscore minutes underscore film, and I think on Facebook it's just marijuana minutes is the page. Yeah, marijuana minutes. We're excited. So We're excited. Follow to... us on there. The website is linked on the Facebook too, so awesome. we'll have like a where you can see it page. Oh, and you guys should come to our Montclair screening. We're gonna oh, cool. oh for sure. We're gonna do a screening at the Claridge. Oh, yeah, F- love yeah. that theater. Yeah, July fifteenth. Yeah, come, awesome it's a Friday. Awesome, yeah, nice love nice. Fridays. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love this conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. Totally, and sharing everything that you have to offer. And we cannot wait to hear more about what you're doing. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully people can catch the movie at some point and. Uh, Fun talking to you guys. All right, cool, everybody. Cool. Thanks for listening to Sessions with Mary Jane. Thanks, uh, yo. Check out on H Studios website. Peace out. Okay, so you have one, two, three, four, five so far. Any more weed movies? Okay, what do I have so far again? I don't even remember. You have Pineapple Express, Half Baked, Cheech Chong, Days and Confused, Weave of Madness. Okay. Cheech Chong. Cheech Chong. Let's see. Um, I don't know. There's so many that are like peripheral genre too, right? Like I'm gonna say, Quirks is Quirks, yeah, that counts, Quirks is a sure. stoner movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, Quirks too. I feel like the characters <laughs> have to smoke yeah. weed. Yeah.
Damn, like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't even say that. We, uh, you guys should submit too. Um, Kevin Smith has a, a new film festival. Oh yes, yes, the yes, Smod yes. Fest or Smod Castle Fest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you guys submitted there. I think we are. I think yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think that was one of the ones. Yeah. yeah. I'm super excited about that. Um, right. Uh, okay. So what do I have? Jen's hot pop strength back. Um, has to be a movie, no TV shows, right? Just uh, unfortunately. Mm. Can't think of any right now. Mm. I wonder why there's fireworks. Uh, what day is it? Uh, well, that's the eight. Twenty-seven. Eight. You hear fireworks? I thought I did. Super I early July Fourth celebrations. <laughs> or it could just be for Pride Month. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Enterprise. Yeah. Um, Caddyshack has some weed in it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that counts. Yep. Um, maybe then, like, Animal House. I maybe. would count that. Would yeah. you count that? I, I would I feel count like that. Watch it. I would count <laughs> that. I'm pretty sure that they. Yeah. It does count. Um. Oh, what was that one? Uh, Van Wilder. Remember that one? No. Ryan Reynolds. He's like a party oh. college dude. Van Wilder. I've never seen that. I think it was a that. great movie, but it was a movie with it in it. Still a movie. It was definitely a Ryan Reynolds <laughs> early movie, yes. which was. Only tolerable if you were very high. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so that'd yeah. be 11. Is there uh, an actor you think plays a stoner character real well? Like the bet, like your fave interpretation. I mean, I, I, I just love Seth Rogen. Like, I think he's, I, I think he's such an underrated actor. Like, he's so good with very subtlety. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's great. Um, Really, anyone in Pineapple Express, I think, did a kick-ass job. You know, James Franco, for for better or worse, right? Now. I know he's got a checkered history, but he is a, he is yeah, did have a great stoner then? character. Um, is he just going the corner with everybody else? He's I think he's probably just writing. He's probably just writing. He's definitely not teaching. <laughs> he's definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't say definitely. I'm sure they have spots in Paris for. For people like him to teach. Yeah, he'll, he'll, <laughs> yeah. he'll I feel like that's where teach alongside yeah. Kevin Spacey. Uh, he'll do master class from over there. He's been in France for like 50 years to avoid Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. <laughs> yeah, he's writing with Roman Polanski. Yeah. Yeah, the French don't uh, care. I have a theory, which is that um, even no matter how shitty you are, there's still a, a societal scale of hotness to shittiness. Mm. Right? So it's like Harvey Weinstein, never going to bounce back. Not hot. Mm-mm. James Franco... He's, it doesn't even seem like he's been fully canceled because he's pretty hot. I'm not he's... saying this is a good thing. <laughs> so, but I'm saying it is hmm. a thing. Right? Name someone else that's been canceled. Well, I was going to say they're something. Having, they're having trouble with Ezra Miller as that's going to go. <gasps> no. Right really? Yeah. What? I don't know. There's there's some wild stuff going on. No. At least like the, t- the press is like reporting some pretty wild stuff. Oof. I don't know if it's like, um Ansel El- Elgor Elgor whatever his, that guy yeah, that yeah, kid's name is he was kind of canceled he was in um, also very good looking. Um, what's his yeah. name what 
Did I say his last name probably? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's I'm gonna look it up. I think I think your theory's right. <laughs> Bill Cosby? Um, not hot. Not yeah, hot. Ansel yeah, Elgort. He was yeah. the one that was in Baby uh, Driver. Yeah, and then the recent, I mean that's why he was like a weird <laughs> I movie. I didn't even know something that what happened. When they what were promoting do? it. Oh well he he was just like me too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't he was know. like weird or like um just like I don't know if he sexually assaulted a girl, but I think he was just I don't know. I don't know the whole, the specifics or predatory, but when they were like promoting it or doing interviews of um, what was the Steven Spielberg movie? West Side Story. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Because he was in that, and that was the most recent one. And then it was kind of oh, Army Hammer. I don't think he's Army coming Hammer. back. He's handsome, but he was like he was like a, he's he's a cannibal, people. right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> is that a different sector? Yeah, I don't know. Eating people might. Be hard, you know, even have to be That's hotter. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but also like if you, yeah, you, you know, real hot. if someone was like, "Who do you think will bounce back, uh, Bill Cosby or Army Hammer?" I'd say probably Army Hammer probably and Army Bill Hammer. Cosby. Yeah, um, <laughs> definitely. Um, Aziz bounced back really quick. Sure, he's a little cutie. So, he, I mean, his thing his was more it was minor mild, than, yeah. yeah, than other people's. Um, Louis C.K. not very hot, having a hard time bouncing back. He's trying. People loved his special though. People did love his special. People loved his special. He came yeah. back and he still got his. He still has his fans. He's got some fans. He's got some fans still. Yeah. still. Um, oh, who was I thinking of? Uh, even Steven. Why am I blanking on his name? Shia, Thank Shia you, LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's in rehab and he was because he was like physically abusive to. FK, FK Twigs or whatever it is. Oh no, I didn't hear about that either. Yeah, but other, he, yeah, he was yeah. just, he, I mean, he, I just don't think he was doing well for a while. But I think he'll bounce back. I, because mm. I want him to bounce back. Yeah, he's always I, interesting to watch. I'm sure they're going to have a cancel club TV show where right. all of these celebrities <laughs> get, get rehabilitated if, and if they go to therapy in seen, front of everybody. And we get if people haven't it. seen that episode of Atlanta in the new season, um, it's just a, it was I mean I'm not gonna say it if you haven't seen it I'm, I'm gonna spoil it oh, okay. okay yeah you, you gotta catch I'm cutting it. myself off now it'll be a show hosted by Dr. Oz cause now he's the Republican god <laughs> he can be the the uncanceler TV show host <laughs> god uh, yeah, new wow. show coming imagine, to networks imagine you were just working like as a production assistant on Dr. Oz for like years and then you worked your way up through that and then he's just like I'm gonna run for office. Yeah. And you're just like, no, <laughs> this man is crazy. Yeah. I just wanted that check. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe he's this. actually running. What <laughs> so happens when you give people money? <laughs> and he's gonna win too. No, <laughs> I hope not. no I, don't, I don't think. I don't think he can. I know he won the primary, which is scary enough. But he he got farther than I thought he was gonna get. Yeah, just suburban mom's love. I don't know what to expect anymore. Yes. Yeah. He is the bomb whisperer. <laughs> he just looks into their eyes and say, "Take says, take this pill, and you will be hotter. <laughs> like you will feel better." <laughs> and they just eat that up. It's 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 bad. Well, <laughs> Doctor Oz is a stoner, but you got eleven stoner movies. All right, wow. That's try my best. I'll movie. think of them all on my way home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, it was one that one. <laughs>